Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Asian Avengers, so weak. The Asian Avengers, so weak, so, so fuckable, bro, you know? Whoa, whoa, there's five Asian guys together? Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up, I don't care, I'll fight you, I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, welcome everybody to the Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American things no Americans care about. I'm your host, Mike Nguyen, and I am alone today because Fumi is doing things with his life, aka he is on a business trip and doing that. So good luck to him, um, and it's just going to be me alone for today, but I've got a special guest. More on him in a second. Uh, for right now, though, if you are listening to this podcast on your phone, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, and tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, we love that, and we usually uh, will re-up your story. Uh, if you are also on your podcast app, please leave us a review. Hit uh, five stars and leave us a review. You can leave us a bad review. Leave us a bad review, but also five stars. I would love that. I would love hate crime, five stars. You know, I think that would be amazing. Just like these stupid fucking Asian dorks. Ah, five stars. Perfect. Don't care. Don't give a shit. Call, tell me that my people eat weird food. I don't give a shit. Leave me five stars. Uh, and, um, on top of that, one other thing, uh, this today is December 5th. So it is uh Christmas season. If you are looking for a gift, uh, check out, uh, our merch. We've got some cute merch, super cute merch, uh, hoodies and t-shirts and, and mugs and shit like that. And, uh, you can find that on Asian, not Asian slash merch, or you can find it on our Instagram, uh, in, in our bio. Uh, and it's a, it's a good time. And I think that's everything. Uh, one more thing is uh, if you love what you hear, which you probably haven't yet because this has just started, uh, but if you eventually love what you hear, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod or just search that. And uh, and if you uh, sum- subscribe to our Patreon um, and you subscribe a certain amount of money, you get things like a shout out or race news. We do that where we talk about different things happening. Uh, and it's a good time. So I think that's going to be it for announcements. I'm I'm ready to get into this, and since I can't, I can I can actually talk entirely by myself. Okay, I don't need you, Fumi. Okay, I I'm happy to talk to myself. I think all comedians talk to themselves. I talk to myself constantly, all the time in the shower. You can do it, Mike. People like you. You know, you're not you're not losing your six pack. You know, I talk about that all the time, all to myself. It doesn't matter. That's what stand up comics do. But I think you guys would get bored. I don't get bored because I don't have a choice, but you guys might get bored. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up our comic. I'm really excited to have him uh, because uh, when, you know, when, when Fumi's away uh, I, you know, or I'm away, we'll try to find someone who is someone we just like, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll have Kenise on, Kenise Mobley. She's great. We'll have on Brian Park. He's great. But I wanted to give a young buck a chance. And it's weird to call him young buck because he's not, it's not like he's like, 
much younger in the comedy sense. He's much younger in the in the life sense, but he's 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 not much younger in the comedy sense because he's been he's been grinding away too. Uh, he's a he's a young comic. He's living in New York City. He's living the dream. Uh, his his credits include he was on the Today Show. Uh, he had he had a really cool um, Instagram show um, with Young Me Meyer, and they were on the Today Show. It was awesome. Uh, and he's also Viet. That's a that's a credit apparently. So <laughs> so we're gonna have a real deep talk with him. It's not this is no longer Asian not Asian. This is Viet not Viet. Okay. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. We're gonna call. We're it's gonna get so Vietnamese up in here. All right, and this guest here, his biggest credit, honestly, is probably doing this podcast. All right, that's a huge credit for a young comic. He's laughing so much. All right, G give it up right now for Andrea Tran. Yo, what's up, Mike? What's up, buddy? Dude, two on Mike. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited and I'm a little nervous. Dude, yeah, so it's, this is the Vietnamese takeover episode. <laughs> the Viet takeover. This is the this is the this is where our tanks roll into yes. Saigon. Yeah, and Hell just yeah. Uh, yeah, we just take over. Dude, like, yeah, new v regime, baby. <laughs> yeah, v we're usually we're usually the invadee. We're not like the invaders. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, have you guys invaded Vietnam lately? Huh? You guys should come check out Vietnam. Come invade us. You know, we, we you know China did, and and the Mongols and Japan, and hey, everybody's invading us um i'm i'm so excited to have you on uh i'm no, wearing happy to be here vietnamese camo in order for the occasion this is <laughs> tiger stripe huh nice special forces so um, awesome you know i mean i'm i'm excited to have you on and for our guests who don't know you know just give us a quick rundown man where are you where are you from and all that stuff yeah what? sounds good so i'm from well I, I tell people i'm from the midwest but i was really born in north carolina but i grew oh, up mostly in the midwest so outside chicago where my parents still live now so i went to school there hung out uh college out in the midwest and oh, then shit. yeah Mid yeah yeah i've been doing comedy you know i started in college and then it just kind of you know I feel like a lot of people have a similar story. Somebody in your friend group was like, dude, you talk way too much shit. Like, just, <laughs> just like use that for something. Okay. <laughs> just So yeah, I, then I just started doing it and then slowly. And then when I first moved to New York a couple of years ago, I was really into work and then like I was dating a girl at the time. And so I was really focused on that. So I kind of stopped, but then I really oh, started like, getting more like serious and picking it back up about like three years ago. So pretty seriously. Um, what is it? Uh, so you're you're like a Midwestern Viet then, huh? Yeah, yeah, Midwestern. I think, yeah, definitely. Well, in Chicago, there's actually a fair amount of Vietnamese. Right. People. I was in the suburbs, and so okay. there's not. There was actually a lot of Filipino people in the suburbs of Chicago. That's so. perfect. You look Filipino. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's what I, so. <laughs> everybody says. Um, like Filipino people will ask me, "Are you Filipino?" Before they even say hi, they'll just like, <laughs> you know, "Like you're Filipino, right?" And then I feel like my answer. It's like I say no, and they get so disappointed. They uh, you know? they get so They're mad. Like, oh, clearly he's Mexican. Okay, got it. You know, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I I love that you're from the Midwest because you're a, a true complete replacement of Fumi. Okay, we no longer need him. We're taking. Yes. We're, it's like this is this is our DNBN food. Okay, right. we're we 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 we're kicking him out, the colonist out, and we're taking over Vietnamese on Vietnamese. It's great. It's great. Yes. Um, I'm gonna uh, try so, to recreate a Fumi's laugh. I know. That, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it. it's, it's infectious. Yeah, when you listen to it. <laughs> um, when uh, so you moved here in New York, and then you weren't um, 
you didn't move here necessarily for comedy. Though. No, you were kind of you were yeah. just like, this is gonna be the spot. I'm gonna come in here. Yeah, I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna make my money. We're doing whatever. Right. So I moved to. I, so actually, Fumi's from Ohio. It's funny because I exactly. moved after college. I got a job in Ohio, mm. and then like being there, it was just so bland and boring. I was just like. I got to get out. And so I thought I really should have wanted to move back to Chicago because that's all my friends were. But then I visited New York once and, you know, it was just amazing, magical. And like, I always had comedy in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, it's cool. There. But I really moved there for the job that I had at the time. But then I found that I hated that job. And so I no longer worked. <laughs> Shit. Well, um, yeah. so, you know, I mean, you know, how, how long you been in New York doing comedy then? So I've been in New York about, almost six years now holy cow Have almost you? six yeah yeah six years and then doing comedy in new york about three-ish years Cause I, okay through. that feels like because i feel i started seeing you around two and a half ish yeah years yeah, ago yeah for me right so right. the first the first six months i was probably because the thing is the new york comedy culture is way different because you i'm used to like the midwest comedy like suburbs of chicago comedy scene where you get up you go out maybe like twice a week is good Whereas right. like in New York, if you get up twice a week, you're, you're a failure. Yeah, you're a failure. <laughs> like yeah, quit. Yeah. Just quit. So yeah. if you get, you get twice up a day, you're a failure, right? That's yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Uh, how do you, how are you liking it so far, man? Are you, you know, is this, you know, like, is this what you thought it was going to be like? And then I have another follow-up question about yeah. that. Yeah. It definitely has changed, especially if everything has happened this year. I think... You know, before, definitely when I was starting out, I just had all these, you know, big, grandiose dreams. I was like, dude, I'm going to get a TV. I'm a, you know, I'm going to be a supporting actor on a sitcom and stuff like that. And then, <laughs> you know, like, you know, Always young. Supporting <laughs> actor, not even <laughs> the main actor. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was like, I would realistic. love to be an extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just... Man, I'd love to be a best friend, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. So it was always like I had all these goals in mind, but then, you know, it's just, you know, the more and more you, you get into it and the more and more you realize how tough some of those things are. It kind of right. gets, it feels very insurmountable. And then for me, at least my process is if I, cause I know some people they have, they want to write really big goals and then they want to, it helps them visualize it, manifest it, achieve it. For me, if I have those really yeah. big goals, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, that's so hard. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to give up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm it's, the it's same very, way, bro. It's very discouraging. So me now, I just really focus on, you know what i really like about comedy and that's just kind of like writing a new joke uh, you know right. doing well at a, in a in front of a crowd like so it's the small things and that's like really what i focus on that has made it so much more easier and so much more fun it's just more enjoying the process and like having fun doing comedy writing comedy and that's yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm the same way and people who are who listen to the show kind of know about I'm going to write a book one day, I guess, of just about like yeah. lowering your expectations. That's yes. really what that, this is like. What 100%. This is. And yes. I sometimes wonder if the, I'm like sometimes wondering if this is like a Vietnamese thing, because I think Vietnamese people were like, we're just like, just get just get through the day. You know, we're just like, just get through like the year. Let's just get, you know, like we're, we're not necessarily like, I, you know, if you if you can kind of encapsulate Korean people as like having Han, mm -hmm. you know, just like I'm so full of rage that i'm going to work so hard and conquer my enemies yeah. vietnamese people are just like listen we've been conquered like so many times that yes. honestly if i just make it to saturday that would right. be fucking sweet you know yes yeah do you feel like that that's like the the case sometimes with us i, I do yes because I, I see it in my parents too because they used to be they used to be really really like yo you gotta do this you gotta do that yeah and then now they're like are you just happy that's all we care yeah. about <laughs> so, right yeah so it's what happened <laughs> 
I, I feel like Vietnamese people are, you know, because so much has happened to our country, so much this, it's good to be chill now, yes. right? Because you're always yes. on edge. You're like, yeah. <laughs> before my parents probably like, dude, when are we gonna get our next meal? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we get, and now it's just nice for them to just to be chill, and then they're very content and happy. But then you know, I also have the other side too, when people people are still. Like my aunt is she's she's like the most crazy ambitious person like Super I've ambitious. ever yes like crazy ambitious and right there's always one mm-hmm. that's gonna ruin that ruin it for the rest of us you know <laughs> that sucks um I feel now you and I we can talk about dat fan right because yes oh my god know, I have some store <laughs> I have some interesting I mean we've talked about it on the show before people who don't know dat fan was the first winner of last comic standing. Yes. He and this was like, man, a long time ago. I mean, I was in college, so like, yeah, it was like 2004 or three or something like that. Right. And I remember watching and seeing him and going, oh, my God, a Vietnamese guy. And, you know, he he won the show and then sort of notoriously the comedy world like shit in his mouth and like (laughs) just turned their their back on him. There's this crazy thing. uh, If you look it up, there's. Dat Fan goes on this show called uh, Tough Crowd. Oh. And it was, uh, it's, uh, it, there's all these legendary comics on there. Patrice O'Neill was on there. And they, there's this like legendary scene, I don't know, legendary, infamous scene of Patrice O'Neill just, just shitting on Dat Fan, like right in front of him. Just like, just, yeah, just destroying his career right, right in front of everyone. And uh, it's, it's been, it's been tricky. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where we want to start. Like, what is what are your sort of you know? Yes, talk about it. Yeah. Right. So I I remember watching Last Comic Standing too. I think Jay Moore was the host of that season. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. Jay Moore. Yeah. So I remember. I remember the, the one episode that was like the most clear to me was the first because I used to do. If people aren't familiar, to get eliminated, you would have to go up against another comic. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, yeah. so that was the format of the show, and it was kind of like a it was like a survival show. If you last comic standing, obviously. So I remember him. They would show the the pre one. He was going up against another guy, and he was just practicing his accent. <laughs> and do you remember that? So he was just like, "We're gonna we're gonna win this," and practicing his accent <laughs> in third person. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's comedy's totally different now, and like that type of stuff. It's right now. It's not in as in favor as it was back then, but mm. yeah, I just remember that, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is this is crazy. Like he, this is a Vietnamese guy, and then <laughs> fast uh, forward, like yeah, fifteen years later, a good friend of mine, he that fan actually runs a Zoom show now. He runs. <gasps> oh a, shit! We didn't a, get on the Zoom show. <laughs> it gets better. It's a it's kind of like a quasi Zoom bringer show. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, one of my friends was on it, and so he was like, "Hey, like, can you be my my bringer?" Jordan Lung, he's a really funny HK Hong Kong comic, and so I was there, and then like I joined the call because I joined like halfway, and then that right. fan, he's kind kind of going through the the rules and stuff, like everything. And he's just like, yo, who's this guy? Like, and he just starts ripping into me and just like ripping <laughs> on me. Just, just relentless. He's like, oh, how, how do you say your name? Because for people who don't know, like my name is Vietnamese, but it's kind of Americanized in the sense that it's like yeah. I, I combine it into one. It's supposed right. to be, be two. And uh, yeah, so so he was just like, he didn't know it was Vietnamese. So he's like, what kind of name is like, it was, it was yeah, funny. Yeah. And so 
he kept asking me and just bugging me. So yeah, he's he's still around. He's still doing comedy and stuff. Oh my so. god, I love it. Yeah, we should do that Zoom show. I'll be. You could be. I can be your bringer guest. I I we need to get that guy yes. on this on the pod. I feel. Yes. You know, now that we've taken over and now it's Viet, not Viet. I mean, <laughs> there's only like Five. two famous Vietnamese yeah. people or something. There's Dat Fan and cool. there's Ho Chi Minh. That's it. That's, there's, a, that's <laughs> like, there's only two guys. Do you know what's funny? The, like the, the people who are like half Vietnamese or something, they never talk about being half Vietnamese. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like Tiger. Tiger's half Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. And so even when it was popular and cool to be Asian, like after Crazy Rich Asians for like that nine months, he didn't even come out and say, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so if that wasn't, that was like now or never. So he's right. He's not. Now it's everybody, everybody just get back, <laughs> get back into the, into the hole in the ground, everybody. That's what Vietnamese people do. Um, how, how was he funny? Was, was, uh, was that fan funny? Cause he he's was, been in the game forever he, now. I he mean, has been. And to me, he was just doing a lot of, he was kind of running the show. So right. he was doing more administrative. He was, right. He was more hosting and doing administrative, which is what you're supposed to do as a host. Right, right, right. right. And he was mainly just ushering the show, telling people how, how it's going on. You know, doing a little crowd work in between every single comic, and then bringing up comics. So I feel for him because I feel yeah. he was ahead of his time. Right. I feel the accent thing. You know, a lot of people get on that shit about the accent thing. Yeah. And like, it's very divisive. Like, right, you know, we had Nigel Ang on, yes. you know, Uncle Roger. And, yes, the king you know, he's, he, of yeah, accents. He's, he's got, he's got, he, I saw a post the other day of his, and he has, he's like, oh, we're trying to get to 3 million subscribers That's on YouTube. And I'm just like, that is <clears throat> a mind-boggling amount of followers for a comedian, Um you know especially like he's a real comic he's not just like a youtube guy he's, yeah. he's like a comic comic and um you know he he I, I, he's got a lot of jokes he's got a lot of things but like you know a lot of people give him flack for the for the accent yeah people call him out for it and stuff like that but i feel like you know we've talked about it if it's really good and if it really kind of hits on something which i think nigel does then i don't want to even say you can get away with it because i think that is part of the character and i feel for dad it was like he had this thing and people were like I think he kind of leaned on it too much early on. Like that was his, his main thing. Cause he could do yeah. it. Um, which I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize anybody, but I feel like maybe that was maybe a misstep. But at the same time, like I feel if you, if you had the, the world is ready for an amazing Vietnamese accent that, you know, <laughs> I feel there needs to be a Vietnamese uncle Roger, uh, you know, whatever you want to call him. Uncle Ho, I guess is that's what communists call Uncle Ho Chi Minh. But like, if you know, if there was a, a Vietnamese amazing accent, then you could like take the world by storm because it could be very funny. Right now, the only person who could do a Vietnamese accent really well is that one other comedian. Um, oh, geez, what's her name? Yeah, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look it up. This is a, she's she's not even Vietnamese, right? I know no, this she's one. Not. Yeah, I know Angela something. Yeah. Right, because she does the nail yeah. salon thing. She uh, does Angela the, the Johnson. Hun- yeah, yes. she does the honey yes. thing. Yeah, that was yes, those. she she does it. She does a great one, and honestly, we need to take the throne back from her because <laughs> she's not Vietnamese. Maybe she's <laughs> half. Maybe she's half, and she doesn't want to admit it. That's that's sort of the thing. Um, but uh, we, we our first segment, speaking of Vietnamese accents, is um, uh, Andre. Your Vietnamese is solid, right? Would you say it's pretty good? I would say it's 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 better than most other Vietnamese Americans in our generation like how, are the, that i meet <clears throat> how did you like maintain it because you grew up in like you know yeah you said there weren't that many vietnamese people no so i it was just a lot of fan which is funny too because 
I'm not, I'm only, cause I only mainly use it with my family and mm -hmm. people that are older, elder, cause kids are age, my cousins, my brothers, my sister, we'd all speak in English. Right? right. So I'm not used to talking to like somebody younger than me and stuff. So that, that actually, I'll, I'll talk more about that later, but so it's just, <laughs> just, so it's just, I've learned through, and I used to go to Vietnamese school when I was a kid Okay, there you yeah, go. at the temple. So at the jewel, yeah. yeah, Vietnamese school at the jewel, which is temple in uh, monast a Buddhist monastery in English, sorry, in Vietnamese. And yeah, so I've been going back to Vietnam more recently in the past couple of years because my oh, aunt, yeah, so my aunt got married last year around this time. Mm -hmm. So I went back there and then two years before that. So three years ago, I also went back in 2016. So yeah, I come back and every single time I come back, I, I really like hang out with all the kids my age and all my friends, my cousins there. And then I just really, really immersive into Vietnamese. And that's how I kept up. But I think the main reason I'm really good is because every single time I go back to Vietnam, I always end up meeting a girl and like developing a crush on her. No. <laughs> and, and so we're like pen pals. Oh God. And then that's <laughs> how I really pick up Vietnamese. That's the secret. You're, you're looking for like some secret. Like it's that's so funny, dude. <laughs> I feel like, you know how they have Rosetta Stone or they have like Duolingo or whatever. Yeah. No, if they need to combine yes. Vietnamese, I mean, language learning with like Tinder, crush. you know? <laughs> Or like, you know, like, hey, if you speak, if you could speak Spanish real good, you get a yeah. nude. <laughs> exactly. Know? Dude, that's, that's right? exactly my mentality. I was like, You're, hey. you would definitely <laughs> like learn the language really well then. You know, yeah. I could probably speak fucking Turkish or some shit. If every exactly. time I, I nailed the phrase, you know, I, I got like, you know, like a side boob, you know, I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> exactly. This is the that's the true motivation is horniness. <laughs> if you could direct horniness into this. Yes. <laughs> so, so it was a... It's it's because I I have I I've, I listen and hear enough because you probably have this too. Like sometimes you can yes. you could hear Vietnamese and understand it better than you can articulate. Oh, yourself. way better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of times, like I'll go on Google Translate, and then Google Translate might not necessarily be a one to one translation or the best. Right. And then so like you kind of listen and then you interpret and change it how. So that's kind of I would do that. And I found some actually better dictionaries too. That, oh, okay. that online and so i had these books and i would ask my parents and i would ask my other friends too but a lot of it is just just translating drake lyrics into google translate <laughs> and then that's what this, i would send the girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> girl mm, started from the bottom now we're here and she's exactly. just like wow you're a poet you're a poet how do you do yeah, it she's like oh my god you're, you're the way with words how you're do you so deep bro also i didn't know you're from canada what that's so crazy <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess this first uh, thing we're going to do, we're going to teach Mike some slang or phrases, yes. some Vietnamese slang phrases. For people who don't know, I mean, I think people know, my Vietnamese is essentially zero. I essentially cannot speak Vietnamese. I mean, to your point, like, I sometimes can understand, like, very casual conversation. Um, I can, here's the thing, I can always tell if someone's talking shit about me. I can always tell. <laughs> I guess always. I I know I know you're talking shit, you know. I don't know what exactly you're saying, but you're talking shit. Um so I can usually understand that. I can't really like order in Vietnamese. Like I know what oh, the okay. foods are, but everybody can right. do that. But I'm essentially zero. I'm essentially like I my Spanish is is uh, mucho bueno compared to <laughs> my Vietnamese. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say my Vietnamese is cũng được. It means like okay, like yeah, possibly okay. <laughs> Okay, perfect, no, perfect. I think they cũng được. Hey, that's pretty good. That, yeah. that was perfect. There you go. You, you talking shit? No, okay, all right. Uh, okay, what's the first phrase we're going to do here? So, 
let's just do some slang. And so a very, you know, I talked about dating. That's how kind of I've really learned or like kept up with improved my Vietnamese. I would say taking yeah, it yeah, to yeah. The, the next level. So a very popular phrase, I think like amongst kids and like teenagers is it's kind of like, you know, that the, the talking phase and you're like trying to like attract each other. Yeah. They yeah, call yeah. that tatin. So tat is kind of like, like uh it's kind of like a fishing term because like tatin okay. is like spreading bait that's what it is oh, like tat okay. is like releasing and then tin is like this tiny fish is like releasing bait and so they're like oh like oh you guys are are, are talking oh tatin ta huh like it's like you're, you're like trying to talk to her right you're trying to release your bait onto her <laughs> and stuff it's, it's funny like this is you can see like the metaphor and the analogy that's it's such a vietnamese thing it's just like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know, we're we're such a fishing culture. Just everything <laughs> is like, hey, man, you know, you you try instead of like saying like you're trying to holler, no, you just you're trying to spread that fish, dog. You're trying, you know, you're like, trying to spread that bait. You're going, <laughs> you're trying to try to lure. It's kind of like luring stuff. That's luring, what, right, right, yeah. right. Okay, so how does it how does it go? Tatin, tatin. Yeah, tatin, tatin. And then yeah, it's how, T H A T H I N H. Yeah. Right, right, right. And which what is the little like thing? Uh, I think there's a ta, there's a yo har. So it's like a question that like ta, the, yeah, ta, yeah, ta, ta. And, then, ta ping. Ting is, and then what's the thing? Is it's it a up? I. It's a, a, a suck, so it goes up like ting. Yeah, ta ting. Yeah, that's good. Maybe not too sharp on the the second one, but pretty good. Yeah, ta, ta ting. Yeah. Ta, ting. Oh, yeah. hey, ha. <laughs> hey, sup, shouty? Sup, shouty? I'm ta, trying to ta. I'm trying to talk to this girl, you know. Oh my gosh! Dude. As soon as you start speaking Vietnamese a little bit, you get an accent. You know, just, I'm trying to talk to this girl, huh? You know, like, oh my god. That's oh, so I'm, funny. okay. I'm horny now. Okay, what's another exactly. one? That's a good one. Okay, so this one, actually, the last girl that I was talking to, that this I, is hilarious. Yeah, by the way. that she was, because uh, obviously, like my Vietnamese, she knew it was bad. And, like I, I was trying to to work on it. She would call me a uh, kui bap. So, okay. so bop means corn and koi is corn cob. And so what that means is you're useless because you're a corn cob. Because <laughs> like, there's no more kernels or anything on it. Nobody has any use for the corn cob. And so she would be like, oh, you don't, you just misspelled this. Like you can't do anything like this. You missed the you accent. Are... You're a koi bop. <laughs> it's just like you're useless as a corn cob. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, that's that's a roast. That's a Vietnamese roast. That's a you know, is like you know, you ain't. It's not even you ain't shit. It's you. You are a corn cob. Damn, <laughs> roasted. You know you. Corn cob. You, <laughs> okay, how does that one go? Roasted corn cob or? No, no. I'm sorry. How does a how do you say it? How do you? Uh, sorry, try to, okay. How do you spell that? It's cool. It's I think it's C U I. I don't know that. So that so what's a good thing is amongst the the kids and like the younger generation, like informally, you can text in Vietnamese and don't have to use. And then you have to have that, these accents. Yeah, yeah. So they can learn that. So I I usually do that, but I do try to use that when I'm texting my parents. So I do try right, to so use that accent. Right. But koi, I think it's koi. There's like a, a hook, a, a hook okay, on the yep, u. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yep. then bop is uh, b a, and then there's a sack. I think yep. it's a it's a hat. So it's the A yep. like this, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and then a P. I I might be wrong, but okay. I think that's what it any, is. Any shorties listening right now? Yeah, any Vietnamese people? We're gonna get tons please, of angry. 
It's Please like... send us uh, <laughs> translations and uh, tell us what a kuipap we are because we are so useless. <laughs> we are just a piece of... <laughs> We're going to get worst Vietnamese takeover ever. Worst Vietnamese takeover. These guys are a bunch of kuipap and it's just so bad. Um, okay, Kui cool. Let's, let's, let's do yeah. one more. Let's do one more. <laughs> okay, one more is... Okay, this is a fun one. It's, you know, when you're really feeling yourself or like you want to, you know, you're really happy or you want you like you buy some new shoes, you know, you can get that new Supreme drop mic. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're very happy with yourself and then you're the enabler of that happiness. So it's kind of like a treat yourself type of thing. It's kind of like, I see. I see. yeah, it's called the soon. So tu means yourself. And then sung is kind of like, it's a very common sense. Like, it's like, oh, you're, you're, you're so spoiled or you're so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so like when you, when you go out or you like, you get stuff like your parents will be like, oh, you're going out to eat again. Oh, sung waha. Like, so that yeah, means yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're, my, you're my so, parents, yeah. my parents would always say that to me whenever like I was getting like, I don't know. I, this is, I don't know if they did this for your parents too, but like I, whenever I felt I, I looked really cozy. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, if yeah. I, like if I was like, like I was like, I don't know, getting into a hot tub. It's like, oh, right. so like, yeah, yeah it's like, oh, shit, look at that. Yeah. Or like you're watching TV and then your mom brings you food and stuff. Yes, and your, yes, your dad exactly. Walks, your dad walks by. He's like, oh, dude, Sungwa. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sungwa. You're, so, you're so, so much is like, you're yeah, so you're very, like, satisfied. Like, satisfied, you're very, content. Yeah. Content, you're, yes. People, things are going your way. Yeah. Like, like, happy. <laughs> so that's. Like the soon is kind of you, like yeah. you doing, you're living your life. You're, you're doing, oh, shit. but that source of it is your own. So that's kind of, it's a fun thing to say. Yeah. Treating yourself. Um, yeah. was there, when you went there, was there Supreme there or is there like, yes. I guess there was like fake Supreme. The, there is definitely, there Supreme? there's definitely yeah. a hype culture between us. Yeah. Not as much as, you know, international Chinese, but the, the rich kids, they love, they love Yeezys. They love yes, yes, yes. They love Balenciaga. It's very similar fashion. The streetwear is really big there. Like designers and stuff. So like very high end fashionwear, Gucci. They they love all that. So it's it's so crazy because you go to Vietnam and <clears throat> I went there around 2016. Yeah, and it was it was the first time I had been and the first time my mom had been since she had left the country in 1975. Yeah, she loved it and it was so awesome. I really, really loved Vietnam. And yeah. even though I felt like kind of not a Vietnamese person, I also felt like a Vietnamese person when I was there. I was like, this is like totally, I'm totally connecting all the vibes um, and, and everything in Vietnam. It's funny because like if you go to like Southern California and, and then you go to like Little Saigon, yeah, they Vietnamese people really just replicated the Vietnamese feel in yes. California. Like yes. the malls, the sh like fucking selling fruit on the sidewalk outside of Elise sandwiches. It's just like every, it's like the exact same vibe in California as it is in Vietnam. So it's like, it's kind of funny, but it was so crazy because, you know, I would, my mom would talk to this like, you know, fruit peddler and she would be talking and they're like, Oh, how much do you make a day? And the fruit peddler would be like, I make, you know, and my mom would translate and kind of convert the currency. She'd make like a dollar a day or something like that. Yeah. So there'd be like a fruit peddler making that much. But then also a kid wearing Rick Owens. Yeah. At, right. Like right next to her, whose shoes are like 800 US dollars. Mm -hmm. So it was like this crazy disparity. And yes. it was so funny to me that Vietnamese people, hey, man, we're treating ourselves, you know? Yeah. So, well, you know, we're just like, <laughs> oh, shit. We're, we're so we're just treating ourselves to these Yeezys, you know? Yes.
Oh man, uh, I've had so much turkey and stuffing and everything this Christmas, man. Oh, I'm so full. Don't lie to me. You don't live with a white family. <laughs> You're right. I had, I had a whole bunch of kimchi and egg rolls instead. But doesn't matter because this holiday season, may your home be filled with joy, regardless of what ethnicity you may be. And may your butthole be as clean as fresh driven snow, thanks to Hello Tushy. That's right. Don't get stuck with a post-turkey day or egg roll day disaster. Protect your pipes with a Hello Tushy bidet. For years, bidets have cost thousands of dollars and available only to the richest of a-holes. The Hello Tushy modern bidet attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy attaches to your existing toilet. No electricity or additional plumbing needed and cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. All for just $79. And your Hello Tushy will cut toilet paper use by 80%. So it pays for itself simply by how much TP it saves you. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Hello Tushy is your new hands-free butt buddy. Every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free happy butt guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Stop wiping your butt and start washing and join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now. Plus, Hello Tushy is the perfect gift for the whole days. Ah, get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash ANA. That's hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off and free shipping. HelloTushy.com slash ANA. Okay, and now we're we're back with our guest, uh, Entry at Tran, uh, comedian, uh, uh, international horny guy. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do our next segment, which is manage mismanagement consulting. This is a new segment we've been doing for the last couple of weeks uh, in which uh, people can send in um, uh, questions they have, and we do some very bad uh, mismanagement consulting on them. If you want to be on this segment, you can text or leave a voicemail at 917-755-9596. Just text or leave a voicemail. Nobody's going to pick up. It's not like we have like a operator there who is just always just going to be listening. Just leave a voicemail. We love love getting them. Or you can email us at asiannotasianpod at gmail.com. Either one of those would be great. But today we're going to have a little mismanagement consulting with our guest, Andrea. And you have a question for... Uh, the the pod here and and I, I, I'm I'm willing I'm 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 you're you're a client we've signed the scope of work <laughs> let's do it yeah so you know in the past in the previous segment you guys probably think I'm just some you know international playboy but I actually am <laughs> in a relationship yeah so it's 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 getting pretty serious is that 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 point where it's, it's starting to get serious you know it's just a couple months in I think we started just before the quarantine. And now it's and, say, and yes, she's, um, can can we can I say she's a comedian too? She's a, she's a comedian too. We she's, know who we all know who she is. We, I, okay. I don't want to put on, I don't want to yes. like get this all up yeah. on there, but she's, she's a comedian too. And she, when I oh by the way, when I found out, I was <laughs> sick to my stomach, sick to my so, stomach because she wasn't Vietnamese. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's way better than you, bro. You know, come on now. I'm doing it for the clout. I'm doing it. Yeah, for the yeah, clout. you really are. Okay, so, so she's yeah. actually Southeast Asian too. Not being Southeast Asian too. Yep. So we kept it within the fish sauce family, you know, <laughs> little fish sauce Asian. Uh, yeah. So it's just, it's just, Mike. I know you. You talk about your wife. You yourself. You've yep. been happily married for a long time. Yeah, a little while. Yep, yep. Yeah. So what are what would you say are the the keys to and, and don't give me like the the corny like what like you go to a wedding. It's like what's the key to happiness? And you're like, oh, listen to each other. You know, I want the real nitty gritty (laughs) the stuff that you're not going to hear you know i want the the down and dirty yeah (laughs) okay secrets 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. Okay, so there's probably a couple of things, uh, of of it, and I'll I'll start it off with um, you know, you have to accept, and I'll use a I'll use a lesson you just taught me. You have to accept that you're a queep up. Okay, <laughs> you, you are as a man. You are a queep up. You are completely useless in yes. the relationship. Okay, and I always think about this. I thought about this as a joke for a while. You know, alien. I'm not aliens. You know, insects. Yep. There's a lot of insects that when they mate, the female eats the male. <laughs> okay, yes. and you know, praying mantises do this. Some spiders do this. I think wasps do this. Or what happens too is the male is usually much smaller than the female, and they're a drone. So they like they they go and they mate with the female, and then they die right away. <laughs> okay, and honestly. Being eaten or dying right away is way more useful than anything human males do because we are, <laughs> we don't do anything. We don't, I mean, like, I mean, you know, you look, you just look at everything, like, you look at, you look at, like, just like birth control, you know, yeah. like, women are even responsible for not getting pregnant. Yes. You know, like, men right. are not responsible even for that part we're not responsible it's like like men are always like talking about oh yeah you know i don't want to get locked down i want to be you know i want to be right. free but we're all we're constantly knocking up women we're just like that's like we're so stupid that we can't even do it and so um you know uh that is uh, that's like to get a little bit more serious you a big thing is just realizing how wrong you are about so many things <laughs> just <laughs> I know that makes it sound like men are yes. shitty, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of it, and, and to a lot of extent, it goes the other way too. But like a lot of it is <clears throat> realizing that your uh, ideas are usually self-oriented, too selfish, not like oriented around like the group or like seeing from someone else's perspective. I'll just give you like a small crappy example is, um, you know, just like, I don't know, like, decorating the apartment you know like yes. men's decorating the apartment is i'm gonna put a scarface <laughs> poster up right this is banging <laughs> fuck yeah and you that is the stupidest like the design idea and it's like not like home building it's not like a conducive home building thing and that's like your idea and you're like this is the best idea i've ever had stupid idea Quee pop you're a stupid you're super so stupid so that uh, that you just have to kind of like internalize that because yeah. then that starts informing a lot of your other shit because yeah. then it starts informing things like do i am i saving money probably not am i saving money correctly probably not am i spending money correctly probably not you know like and and the reason why i want to keep pushing that is because it's like even if you really understand it like as a guy we're still so like selfish and self-oriented that like we're, we're like if we're before we were 100% selfish and if you get to just 99% selfish mm -hmm. you're going to have a successful relationship right there you know if yes. you just internalize what that is um and and i i i'm probably going to get a whole bunch of dudes who are just like oh, no way i think about my like you know relationship all the time and i think dudes like we're we're really good at like you know, this is why we were hunters and gatherers. We're like, give us a specific task. 
you know yeah i think then guys are really good at that so it's like hey go hunt that mammoth yeah. boom got it kill the mammoth brought it back done because as soon as the mammoth is done then you have to give us another task otherwise we're just gonna like start like sitting around and telling stories like around the campfire you know you have to give us a specific task and then and then that's good that's like sort of how men think we're just like okay check the thing we did it now i'm just useless that's why like it's better if you're an insect and you just died because then at least then you're out of the <laughs> picture yeah it's less of a burden that's exactly you know just mate with the with the female yeah. and die because yeah. your body will become <laughs> sustenance for you yes, know i don't know your, your nutrition that's that's your only worth your, yeah your yes. body is much worth much more than anything else you contribute that's, uh that's like that's probably like the overarching i like that thing that's yeah. one li that's like a little thing and you're just gonna have to ruminate on that i think for a while um how long how long is your longest relationship Longest relationship was probably in high school, college, about two years. But this is now you're older, right? It feel and you hang out more. It feels longer, like even though it's well, been shorter for me at least. It feels like it's getting more about deeper. And real quick before we move on more, when you said the Scarface poster thing, that hit home <laughs> because I literally was like this week I saw an Akira poster for eighty bucks. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I want that poster yes. that looks sick. And Akira basically is like the Asian Scarface, like for yeah. dudes like us. Like we like yeah, love yeah, yeah. that movie. Asian Scarface. Yeah, is, is it the poster of uh, the dude walking up to the motorcycle? Yeah, yeah, is it's just, yeah. It's like kind of that's the, a fire kind of poster, yes. bro. You, you know Trust exactly me. the one with the helmet on. And he's holding yeah, the dude, that yes. one's a fire poster. Okay, for me it was <laughs> that one and Boondock Saints. Oh, fucking yeah. love yeah. Boondock Saints was the one. Um, the um, you know, and there's ways to kind of like come to a meeting with that because you can have that yeah just don't like you know like the college way of just like tacking it up on the wall just yes. like straight up just like no no frame it's all torn and fucked up just like one corner is tape you just come on you know like you, you gotta like think about it in a way so that you can kind of like build a home and that's really yes. like a big thing of the relationship is that uh in a relationship you're not you're no longer really it's about me or it's about her or 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 them or whatever it's really about this mutual thing that you're trying to do together it's really kind of like almost like starting a fire like you can't you shouldn't think of it as like this is my fire and you shouldn't think of it as this is their fire or her fire or his fire you should think of it as like we're building a fire yes. and we have to do that together and that's like a separate thing separate from you and you have to kind of work on that that's like kind of like the mind sh the the paradigm shift okay i'm going to use a little misma mismanagement consulting a paradigm <laughs> shift that you need to do in order to like get to a better place. So uh, it's tricky, but I feel, cause I feel like y you started the relationship in the quarantine. Right. So that's, yeah. been, that's gotta be weird. Right. It, it is a little, but I think it's cause I feel I've always been a proponent of if you know, right. If you feel it and it, you if really you trust it, it yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. So that's why I feel a lot in New York, you know, I, I've always been in very short term, you know, like, I think the longest relationship before I was in this in New York was maybe six months. Right. And so it's just, it always comes to a point where I know it's either we're going to get serious or are we just going to you know, be whatever. And then this one from, you know, very early on, I was like, I want it to be super serious. So, wow. Yeah. So it's just, I feel like that's, that's, that's the key to a successful relationship. I think is just a, a ton of shitty hinge dates. And then like, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I think, yeah. you know, you know, when something is like, you know, when you're like, oh, this is okay. But if you like right. find someone you're like, this is like, she's really, this is really cool. Yeah. 
and you should like try to go all in on it. I, right. I, I feel that. Um, I do have a question for you, sort of a follow up. You know, this is a good thing. You know, if you're if you're a consultant, you know, you got to think about next steps. Ooh, okay? okay. You always got to do next steps. Wow. Right. You got you got you got your wow. advisory note that you do or your your presentation. And then the last couple of slides is like next step so that you can kind of continue the relationship with the client. You know, I want to have a follow up question with you is, um, you know, you're both comics. Yeah. Are you are you get all concerned about like because like comedy is like so all encompassing. You got to like be out all the time. Yeah. Gotta be doing this and that show. You know, it's easy to get jealous of in a regular relationship between two people who have careers. Yeah. Do you ever get concerned like, oh. What if one of us kind of pops off and the other one doesn't do, you, you know, or, or, or someone is getting booked on more shows than I am or whatever, you know, like, do you ever have concerns about that? Oh, I'm just going to cheat immediately when <laughs> she gets late <laughs> night cheat. <laughs> cheat. No, no, no. All seriousness. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I think it's, just, I'm very happy and supportive for me too. Like even, cause I feel like even people that you're like close with and you think you might think that you're on the same level with, you know, right. further from that is when you see them have an opportunity and stuff. Like one of my friends, she just got a job at Netflix for writing. And then oh, cool. it, for me, it was very much, I'm very happy for that. And then I'm supportive of that because before like a younger comic me definitely would have been, you know, somebody had, got a booked on a great show you know they they got past their club i'll be like dude i'm, I'm way funnier than I'm, I'm working way harder but i feel like that type of mentality especially something in as hard as comedy where you're just always getting beaten up and then getting nose rejections a lot you just you can't add any more additional negativity yeah 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 and that's kind of what i was talking about earlier it's just i really focus on the positives like what makes me happy like seeing my other friend that makes me really really happy right and like mm. when you when you told me that you and Fumi you, you you sold that show to Comedy Central, right? That that was like super happy. I, I was so excited and stuff. And it's it's I haven't really had that like jealousy thing because immediately like early on I, I've realized it's it's not healthy at all. It's not good, and it doesn't lessen anything from you. You know, people right? You know, in some sense of things maybe because it's like a small scene, but now i feel like there's you know there's so many different that you can you pop up on youtube you know you can pop up on tiktok right. there's so totally. many other, yeah it's there's there's not many i can feel like in the past before there was more gatekeepers and there may be like yeah. only a certain number of spots but now there's so many opportunities there's much more spots yeah, yeah like the potential for you it's just i think it's you're that's not really the the thing that's blocking you it's just you're you know that's not the gating item right that's there's right. more so no not at all Dang, dang i say that i say that now yeah you say it now <laughs> and then as soon as she starts popping off man you know you're gonna be out there in the dms like you it's know okay. like chatting people on duolingo bro you know like all right well remember you're you're still a queep up uh so queep up, um yeah, yeah that, that was our mismanagement consulting if you want to get up on mismanagement consulting please text or leave a voicemail at 917-755-9596 or email us at asian not asian pod at gmail.com Okay, and we're back with our guest, Antriet Tran. Uh, we're oh. going to do uh, our, our usual segment, uh, Das Race News, which <laughs> is our race news segment. However, we're going to do a special investigative reporting edition. Yes. Okay, because what we had here was we had Antriet. He went undercover on social media to dig, to dig around and, and figure out. This is kind of like, you know, when, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Channel 4 Eyewitness News goes undercover to, to figure out a, 
a, a scam that's happening at your local like auto repair shop. This is what Andrea did. He went undercover into some Vietnamese Trump supporter groups uh, on Facebook. Facebook. On Facebook. Vietnamese love Facebook. Vietnamese people. <laughs> we really do. We love Facebook, huh? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not on TikTok. We're we're very uh, behind the times. Let's just say that. And uh, we, he infiltrated some Vietnamese uh, Trump supporter groups. What did you find out, man? Well, first of all, hold on here. Did, did, your, did your parents or relatives vote for Trump? Do you know? So I think in the first election, my parents voted for Trump. I'm not sure, uh-huh. but the way that they talked about it and the attitudes they had toward Hillary Clinton made me strongly believe yep. that. But this yep. year, uh, my mom refused to vote because she said she hated both candidates. And okay. I, my dad voted for Biden. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You flipped. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel uh, yeah. with my relatives, I haven't asked them because I feel I would get like upset. I definitely, I know they're definitely conservative. Yeah. My parents used to, my mom used to have like this picture of George Bush. Yeah. The, the second one up on the wall and shit like that. And like, I mean, shit, George Bush is like a saint compared to, Trump. well, <laughs> I don't know. He, he's still a war criminal, but you yes. know, like he was like a tolerable war criminal. Yeah. But um, yeah, my parents are definitely conservative. I don't know if they voted for Trump, but they're definitely, my family is definitely more conservative. But what did you find out in your... You're saying, you, what, what did you yeah do you know what i actually it started to i hate this but because I, the more and more investigating it made i'm not saying it's right but it, it, i could see why vietnamese people voted for trump because <laughs> no. yeah yeah and so uh, you, you kind of get in too deep and you're like okay i can see and i, I start Uh-oh. to understand and then so yeah, i'm yeah, not saying yeah, i turn yeah, size yeah. or you, anything you but got it, you got it too deep okay go ahead there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of vietnamese a lot of vietnamese people when they first came over they just they didn't really have any skills right so they a lot of them are small business owners yeah 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 and yeah. then so in their mind you know republicans align with, with, with all small business stuff a lot of there's a lot of vietnamese jewelry stores there's a lot of vietnamese yes. people own nail salons people own Tons. grocery stores yeah there's a lot Love of small vietnamese business. small yep. businesses yeah right because yes. they just took what they learned and then came over here a yep. lot of started Viet- selling fruit yep. yeah mm-hmm. a, a lot of vietnamese people are farmers and fishermen and that Word. i found out here yo yeah. yes so they work in some like source of like food production in terms of agriculture or fishing and then so historically the conservative republican candidate just has always been you know pro small businesses small pro business and so they see that and then so that's kind of like my serious answer and let's go on wow. to, to my let's talk about the what i actually think <laughs> they like because first things first i could tell i i know you this is true for you this is true for me to some extent but vietnamese people love gold okay <laughs> people love gold we we're like fucking leprechauns dude yes. okay we're just like oh, let's take my eye from my lucky charms like we're so it, my mom i don't know if your mom <laughs> my mom used to have gold bullion yes. like little ingots of gold right that she would keep in a safe deposit box yeah along with a magnum because like she was <laughs> just like just like yo if shit gets crazy we're gonna get this gold we're gonna jump on That's this boat funny. that i have uh hooked up uh, in huntington beach and we're gonna fucking sail yes. to the philippines you know like so yeah we love gold i have love some gold, gold that yeah. um that that uh and it's actually it's crazy because it's gold is so expensive right now yeah, so, yeah. if you track the gold thing it used to be really cheap in the 90s and early 2000s and over time it's gotten more expensive so yeah i mean yes we love gold continue so we love gold and <laughs> have you seen the interior of any trump hotel just 
Yo, wall -wall shit. Wall to wall gold. Oh, fuck. That's because he's that that flashy lifestyle. Yes. See, even even guys, your your wedding band is gold, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's very popular now for dudes to get like white gold or like the silver. Yes. Every single Vietnamese dude I know who's gotten married are around like our age, gold, always gold. They're like, no, I'm not gonna mess around with this white gold stuff. No, yeah, pure yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. We love gold. Yellow gold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how uh, right now I feel it's like a thing for dudes to get like, yeah. you know, those wedding bands that are like rubber. You know? Oh so yeah, more, yeah. Like it's like tactical, you know. No. So like I got this rubber. No, fuck that. Okay. No gold. I want this shit to be yeah, gold as fuck, dude. Yes. So that's why because Trump has that like flashy. I feel like Vietnamese people are very aspirational too because yes, they yes, like yes, they're yes, in yes, the yes, sense yes. that they'll they'll vote because oh I want to be rich. Like a lot of Vietnamese people yeah. love gold, love money. And another thing Trump is known for land. Vietnamese people mm -hmm. love land and real estate. Yo, we, where else are our ox going to be at? You know exactly. what I'm saying? We need to have, <laughs> yes, we need that That's land. Right. My parents, uh, they're always talking about investing land. They always want to like buy, yeah, rent apartments. Exactly. Yo. Your parents probably, you know, have talked about investing land back mm -hmm. in Vietnam, like land mm -hmm. in the back home. Probably has mm -hmm. been some family arguments about a piece of land or like how to sell it or when to divest. People, Vietnamese people love land and real estate. And I think because Trump, he's, the king he's all of about real land. Exactly. Yes, he's all about Okay. Mm -hmm. Damn, this is so good. Yeah. So this is just like Yo. slowly. Yeah. I, you know, because I, I read, people read, I read, you've probably read like every single, all the major articles because there's been a bunch that came out before the election. Like, oh, why, yeah, for sure. why Vietnamese people why did, like Vietnamese Trump, people like Vietnamese Trump. are yeah. like the most, the Asian population that's most likely to vote for him. And they, they always come up like, oh, it's like the conservative angle. It's like the, the communist angle. It's, I think it's really comes down to like the aspirational wealth. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's that's it because they love land, the gold. It all made sense to me once I was like after like the 100th post I've read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> post. Um, I love that. I I feel that yes, Democrats, we definitely need to get up on yes the gold thing. Okay, we need to somehow get Biden some gold. Just like a little bit of yes. gold. You know, we get we need to get him a little bit of gold, and we right. need to show him fucking fishing or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like. I don't know, you know, like, like, cause like, you're right. Like Trump is always golfing. Yes. And I've read this before where, yeah, I think he's golfing a lot because he's a dickhead and he likes golfing, but he's also, he knows that to people in people's minds, golfing is like high end. It's classy. Mm. You know, you're like, it takes a lot of land to golf. You got to have a lot of land. He's yes. always golfing at one of his spots Right. to just say like, Hey, look at all this land. I'm golfing on right. my own land, which is like so Vietnamese. Vietnamese people, we would love to have our own golf thing. We would never be able to maintain it because just like we're just not going to yeah. be like that. But we're, we we would love to have someone like that. And I feel Trump, excuse me, Biden. We got to get him like doing fancy gold, stuff. Yeah, we need to get him like a solid gold yacht. Yes, yes, yacht, like a <laughs> necklace that has like a, 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 a like a like a medallion that has like a phoenix on it. You know, oh yes yes phoenix yes <laughs> yeah we need to get that or like at least a piece of like a big old fat buddha jade you know on there <laughs> this is what's up and we need to get him golfing yes, or something we need shit, him like a, a massive we need him to get those jade bands too we need yes. to get we need like kamala harris those you know those jade bands that the aunt yes. that your that, that yeah that your grandma's <laughs> always wearing and shit she, those and solid jade bands yeah. solid jade band you can't take it off ever you know? <laughs> i don't know how they get it off <laughs> You can't take it off. No the only idea. time you can take it off is when that person becomes a skeleton. <laughs> and then you can take it off. That's the only time, my friend. 
Dude, so true, bro. Oh, man. Okay, so this has been Das Reistu's Investigative Reporting Edition. I hope some Democrats are listening because yeah. this is gold. Solid gold right here. Okay, I think that is it. Uh, thank you so much to our guest, Andrea Tran, uh, for coming in here and, and taking over, uh, turning Asia Not Asian to Viet Not Viet for at least one episode. We'll, we'll, we'll have you back, man. It'll, oh, awesome. it'll be a lot of fun. Thanks. This was so much fun. Uh, it's good hanging out. Absolutely, man. Um, where can our fans find you? What, what's going on with you? you I know you, you, you do a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Like the hustle. I like that. Yes. So right now I'm really making a push into online content because, you know, it's mm-hmm. winter time. So I've got a YouTube channel set up. I've got a lot of stamp clips. I'm going to start releasing a lot of other stuff. So hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have more than two videos on my channel. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, I don't have any name, but if you just search my name, it's Andre Tran. Maybe we can include a link somewhere. Yeah, definitely. We'll yeah. Uh, put a link on there. Um, um, are you on, um, what's your social? Yeah, so Twitter, it is just Antri Tran. So A-N-H-T-R-I-E-T, Tran, T-R-A-N. And then Instagram, my handle is treat yourself. So it's T-R-I-E-T-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F. Yeah. Um, that's cool. You can check us out on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod. You can find us on our website, Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, dot com check out our merch um you know get something nice for yourself we've got all sorts of fun stuff uh check us out on uh patreon uh and so and and um so, you know do all your patreon shit it's uh patreon.com slash asian not asian pod we're trying to get the studio we're trying to grow because we need money too hey i'm i need some gold all right i need gold I need that's gold. expensive i need gold um and uh and land you can find yeah and land, <laughs> land. <laughs> we need land oh god i love land um i'm gonna make i'm gonna make that a t-shirt okay i need land okay so um yeah and uh, uh check me out on instagram at um nice pants bro you can find my co-host who will who, he's gonna do his own episode also uh during his business trip uh you can find him uh at the fumi abi that's t-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e uh and i think that's gonna be it uh check out our um live stand oh, i'm sorry zoom we have a zoom stand-up show uh every other friday our next one is going to be december 18th uh which is be the last one for 2020 not sure if we're going to do one because then the one after that is january 1st that's new year so not sure if we're going to have one there but um we'll see how it goes um and uh, uh i think those are the big things remember everybody the main takeaway from this episode you're a queep up okay you ain't shit you are a Shit. you are a Nothing. colonel you you are a corn cob <laughs> colonelist corn cob useless up. you are useless until you have land okay so get some land otherwise you're going to be a queep up okay so thank you very much Andriet. no thank that's you it. mike all right yeah man bye look around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding right your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.